Benjamin Franklin once said, Tell me and I forget. Teach me and I remember. Involve me and I learn. Today on the Champion Forum podcast, we discuss the proper steps to take for effective training. This is the Champion Forum podcast with Jeff Hancher, the forum for leaders, champions, and dreamers. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Champion Forum podcast. I am your host, Jeff Hancher. I am flying solo today without my main man, Lem. Lem is out today, but I had a subject that I wanted to get out into the Champion Forum family. Uh, One that has, uh, it comes up quite a bit as I am mentoring others and guiding other organizations as it relates to training and development. I think, uh, you know, as leaders, as organizations, we realize the value of training and developing our people, and we are willing to put in the time, we're willing to put in the resources, but however, there could be some missing pieces as it relates to retention. What we know about training is sustainability is really the ultimate goal. It's not just putting everybody into a class or sending them way away in what they think is a vacation. We got to have the retention. And so I really wanted to just give some simple process and simple steps. This is really going to be uh, beneficial for those of you that are going into leadership as well to be thinking about it. And maybe you're in an organization, maybe you're an entrepreneur and you don't have a lot of resources. You see value in training and development, but you're really not sure what that process and what that structure looks like. Oftentimes when that's the case, we rely on showing people what we know. And that's not a bad thing. Shadowing is a very powerful thing. But I want to give you some uh, systematic process that is very simple that you can use that I used very early in my leadership tenure. A, a lot of leaders, they, they, they forget that one of their responsibilities is to be an educator. And why I think this happens is, is because we, go get, we get tied up in all of the things that we're responsible to do. Uh, take care of the finances, take care of recruiting, take care of hiring, take care of onboarding, take care of, you know, all of these other things, customer service, fill in all the blanks. And sometimes we forget our most important asset, which is our people. The problem is that not all leaders are good teachers. Uh, You're a leader for a reason. You're a business owner for a reason. There's something you're good at. You have a good concept. You have a good idea. You have a good marketing or go-to-market strategy. But not all leaders are good teachers. If you fall into that camp, but look, you say, look, I want to improve. I need to improve. I got to improve in this area, and I don't have the resources to bring in trainers and developers and all of these things. I'm going to share with you today a very simple five-step process that you can begin to use right away, and it will no doubt start making impact on your team immediately. I I think of this because when I first started in leadership, reproducing myself and my skills in others, it was one of my biggest hurdles Uh, because you, you get that reality that not everybody does it naturally and not everybody does it like you did it. And you get that uh, punch in the face that I got to find a way to get these folks to produce. I got to find a way to get them to retain. I would give my people material to read. I'd show videos. 
I would role play, you name it. I tried everything. It was not a lack of effort. I'm giving them information. Well, uh, maybe they weren't consuming it at all. Maybe they were consuming it and not retaining it. I don't know, but what I was doing was not working. And despite my best efforts, I did not feel like I was getting any traction. And I mentioned this uh, frustration to a mentor of mine, and he gave me this very, very simple process that I'm going to I'm going to share with you all. And this changed the game for me. It truly allowed me to focus on a training process versus just telling people what I knew. And I will tell you, what you know, as valuable as that is, leader, it is not enough. Because you're going to find, and you probably have if you've been in leadership any length of time, you could have five people on your team and five people are doing it a different way. Five people learn differently. Uh, five people ex execute differently, so on and so forth. Understanding these five steps, it may not make you an amazing teacher, but using them will ensure that your people will be able to accomplish more and they will have better retention of the material that you need them to learn. So let's start with step one. Step one is tell. This first step is critical. And this may seem somewhat obvious, but so often leaders fail to explain what it is that they want accomplished. This is the tell step. This is what needs to happen. This is the expectation. People with nothing but a perception of what they're supposed to be doing doesn't often end well. And this usually ends with them getting reprimanded for not doing what they didn't know they were supposed to do. You get frustrated. They get frustrated. You're so frustrated that you're ready to bring discipline. They're frustrated because you're disciplining them for something they didn't even know. This is not good. If people know what is expected, it's way easier to teach them. Not to mention that it will ensure they know when the goals have been met. This is the finish line that I often talk about. If we don't know where the finish line is, we're just running aimlessly and not even in the right direction. And so the first step is tell. Make sure people understand what it is that you want them to accomplish. Step two is show. Now that you've told them what you want, it's time to provide a very clear picture of how to do the task. This is a very important step, and quite frankly, it's usually the one that uh, your students, if you will, love the most because they get to see the boss in action. Whether it's performing a physical task, it's making a prospecting call, or teaching a, a leader how to have a tough discussion, having the employee observe it being done well is absolutely so important. Remember, like you've heard me say on this show many times, people see better than they hear. If applicable, I'm a very big fan of role plays during this step. Show people by doing. Role playing changed my life changed my career. When I would see my manager's role play, especially when I was in sales, it changed everything. You could hand me a script of what to, a script of what to say, but I, I just somehow didn't deliver the script the same way. It didn't, it didn't sound the same. It didn't feel the same. But if I could see my boss doing this over and over again, Man, I could literally just start mirroring what they were doing and what they were saying and their tone of voice and their pauses and their voice inflection and all of these different things. So whether it's a physical task 
or whether it's, uh, like I said, role-playing a sales script, show them by doing. It's also very important to remember in this step that you can't manage what you can't measure. We've got to be measuring in this step. Be sure to set these measurements regarding what makes a great performance. If not, people are going to start filling those blanks for themselves and they're going to create what is the measurement in their mind, and it could be miles away from what you need. That could look like number of calls made weekly, the number of pages typed in a day, the number of widgets made per hour, so on and so forth, but make sure the measurements are very, very clear. This is also going to make accountability a lot easier after the training. The training is designed not only to help them get better, but it helps you as the leader hold people accountable because now you know you have been taught the right way. You have been shown the right way. Now we can have the accountability or the tough conversation if we need to, and it makes that conversation a lot easier for them to receive. Step three. Step three is try. This is the step that you let them try it for themselves. This step is going to require you to be uh, the cheerleader, the encourager, because at this step, most people are usually pretty nervous to do something in fear of embarrassment, especially if it's group training and they're in front of their peers. This is where you're going to have to really encourage people to fail, really encourage people to be willing to look a little silly, because this is a step that they may be trying something for the very first time. Make sure that you're creating a safe space and you're creating a fun and very energetic environment. Show empathy when they mess up. Tell them you made that mistake a million times. Tell them that people of their tenure always make that same mistake. What we want to do is encourage failure in this tri-step, but we got to get people to open up and be willing to fall off the bike. Step four is observe. This is another very important step in the very early stages of development and should be done very often. The observe step. This is where you, the leader, you, the coach, you're now seeing what they're doing. We are now giving uh, any level of feedback, but first we want to see what they're doing. So many times we want to go swoop in right into don't do it that way. That's not what we talked about. We want to see what they're doing. We want to hear what they're doing and we want to observe. Step number four. Remember, as I shared in past episodes, situational leadership, when we talked about that subject, situational leadership demands that the enthusiastic beginner, they need high direction. Because this step four, this observation, some may say that this is micromanaging, and I'm here to tell you it is not micromanaging. If people know you're out to help, they're going to welcome your observation. Actually, what a novice doesn't like, proven statistically, by the way, is, is a leader who gives them the training manual and then they never see them again. Hey, welcome to the team. Welcome to the department. Welcome to the promotion. Here's the training binder. Best of luck. No. Novices, and when I say novice, I don't mean that they're young. I don't mean that they're new to your company. Those are two criteria. But it could be that they've been there forever. They were a peak performer in their last job, and now they're in a different role. You have to treat them like a novice again. Also, when observing and doing this step four, be careful not to react only when something goes wrong. This is a big training blunder that is very common with leaders. Well, why is that? Well, we have a lot going on. 
We have a lot to do. And oftentimes what we have eyes for is what's not going well. In this stage of training and development, people need positive direction. Without positive direction, they're going to lose confidence and the will to keep trying. This is when frustration sets in, and ultimately, this could be where you have early turnover. One of the things that I always look for when I go in to help with process improvement and help with employee retention, I put it into two categories. Turnover less than a year, turnover over a year. If you have high turnover under the one-year mark, the odds are you have one of two issues going on and maybe both. One, you have a hiring issue. You don't know how to hire well and you don't have a good interview process. The second thing is you hire well possibly, but you do not do well at training and development. People do not know what's going on. Back to my earlier point, an enthusiastic beginner needs and expects and desires high direction. By doing this, all you're going to achieve if you don't show them this kind of positive direction is showing them how to avoid punishment. And there's nothing productive about that. If all you're doing is swooping in when something is wrong, all they're trying to do is avoid that tough conversation or avoid punishment. What you want to do is praise. Show praise. Not only is it good for them, but when you can do that publicly in front of their peers, what you're telling all the peers, this is what uh, the boss expects. And if we want that kind of praise, we need to do it as well. Then we come to step five, which is the final step. Praising and redirection, which is a piggyback, as you can see on step four. And yes, there are two parts of this last step. Praising or redirecting. It's one of the two. It's never both. This is due to the fact that there are two very potential outcomes and each demands their own response. The key to praising is identifying progress. We're not looking for perfection. We do. It shouldn't be an expectation. As a matter of fact, as a leader, we should be telling them, I'm not looking for perfection. I'm looking for progress. I'm looking for incremental improvement. Because inevitably, at some point, the perfectionist is going to come through uh, your team and your training program. And if you don't highlight this, they're going to destroy themselves mentally. And so we got to make sure that they understand that and that we understand that the key is that we praise and identify incremental progress. Redirecting is what you do when it's not done well. But remember, never punish a beginner redirect and have them try again. That's it. We're going high repetition now. We're redirecting. We're redirecting or we're praising. If they do it well, highlight it, make a great big deal about it. If they don't do it well or they don't do it to expectation, this is not the time to make light of that. This is the time to go in and redirect. Have the tough conversation. Have a little bit of accountability. Teach them again. It's very similar to sports. You know, we've seen coaches with little league, uh, you know, athletes. The first thing the coach does, uh, if you ever start a new sport and you're trying to hit a ball, they teach you by showing you the mechanics of how to swing a bat. Then they observe you swinging the bat. No, son, Johnny, you dipped your elbow. You're supposed to keep your elbow up. Then they show you again. See how coach's elbow is up? Now you go try it again. That's redirecting. 
Then when Johnny swings the ball well, hits the ball well deep into left field, now we're praising. Great job, Johnny. Your elbow was up. Your feet were shoulder width apart. You had a good uh, dip in your knees. They were bent well, and you swung through the ball. Fantastic job. I want to see that every time. Sound good? Sounds great. Thank you, coach. Thank you, boss. Once these five steps are completed and training has been done consistently and you still aren't seeing any improvement in the person, then it's likely that you hired poorly. But that, that's for another episode. We've talked about hiring blunders and so forth on this show. But I will tell you, this is something that you need to be thinking about. If you're seeing this turnover um, or you're, you're seeing turnover, you got to look at the hiring process if it's under a year. If you're hiring well and you feel like you got the right people, but you're seeing turnover, then it's likely you have a training issue. One of the greatest gifts that you can give as a leader is to help other people develop their skills. So remember these five steps and start thinking about how can I, based off of the training that I need to accomplish, take what is in my mind, what I know, the right way to perform the task, and how can I put it in these five steps? So again, step one is tell. Step two is show. Step three is try. Step four is observe. And then step five, praise or redirect. I hope these five steps uh, help you. I hope they serve you as they did me. I can't tell you how many countless times when I first got into sales, my manager pulled me into a conference room and went through these steps. I can't tell you as a brand new leader how when I was reminded of these steps and these five processes, how not only it it, uh, really eliminated my frustration, but how I could literally before my eyes start to see this progress improve with the people on my team. The end result of that was greater engagement, lower turnover, and you guessed it, an increase in our KPIs. Make sure that you're applying these principles. Be sure to get the show notes of the episode at jeffhancher.com forward slash show notes. We're going to give you these application activities. We're going to break down these steps for you, and we're going to get you thinking about how can I apply these to my own leadership journey. The notes are going to recap the content from the show, and they're going to give you these activities so that you can apply them for your own leadership development. As always, I appreciate you all listening. If you got any value out of this show or any of the previous shows, it would mean the absolute world to us if you would be so kind to take a minute, uh, subscribe to the show, leave a review, give us a rating. We are just shy of the 200 review mark, and by doing this, uh, it's not ego driven. Believe me when I tell you, we're not trying to, you know, set records or whatever. But what this does is it catches the algorithm and it pushes the content out to more people. And folks, that is my heart. I want to push content out to more people. So by doing these three easy steps, you would be helping me and our team accomplish that. Thank you all for joining. Keep making big impact and know that you all have been set up to be a champion in this life. The Champion Forum Podcast with Jeff Hancher. Lead. Inspire. Win.